Hey guys, welcome to the latest episode of the 4040 Vision podcast, the ultimate sports history pod where hindsight is 4040. Before we get started, let's pay some bills and hear from our presenting sponsors. Gee. See, I was born in sewage, born to make bomb music. Flow tight like I was born Jewish. Used to streets as a conduit. I kept arms, 38 lungs inside my mom's Buick. At any given moment, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 17 of the 4040 Vision podcast, the ultimate sports history pod brought to you by Sideline Sports. I'm your host, Colette Abdallah, and today I'm joined by uh, my old college roommate and a former correspondent for Fantasy Pros, uh, Sulman Huck. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, what's going on, dude? Not much, not much. Uh, so today we are doing a redraft of the 2018 NFL draft. So uh, obviously we're not going to go through all 250 plus picks. Uh, we're going to focus on the uh, top 16 uh, so think of it like the uh, NFL's version of the draft lottery. Uh, so we're going to go pick by pick, talk about who the uh, original selection was, and then uh, we'll make our own selection, you know, based on team fit, based on uh, obviously based on talent. Um, and then at, at the end, of course, we'll talk about, you know, which guys from the original top 16 uh, survived the, uh, the redraft and which ones fell out. Um, so We'll go ahead and get started with the first overall pick in the draft. So uh, the Cleveland Browns originally selected quarterback Baker Mayfield out of the University of Oklahoma. Uh, so, Salman, who did you have going number one instead? Yeah, uh, pretty obvious pick here. I think it had to be Josh Allen, man. He's the best quarterback out of this draft. Uh, the Browns needed a quarterback. Though I do wonder, you know, if Allen went to Cleveland, do they – end up ruining him like they did Baker Mayfield. I don't know if Cleveland ruined Baker Mayfield, but it's a possibility, you know, Cleveland is a dead place for quarterbacks. But do, I do think, you know, Allen goes there. He still succeeds. He's pretty successful. He's looking at the same career, but it has to be Josh Allen for the Browns. Yeah, I had the same pick as well. Uh, kind of a no-brainer. Um, he is the best quarterback in the draft. And I don't want to say he's like team-proof, but, I mean, it's not like the Bills have an amazing track record of developing quarterbacks. Um you think about like the last, you know, only the last 20 years or so, guys like J.P. Lossman, uh, Trent Edwards, E.J. Manuel, uh, you know, a lot of busts at the top mm -hmm. of the draft. So he changed that trend um, and kind of transformed that team. I mean, we'll see if they actually end up winning a Super Bowl in his career. But uh, I would say the odds are in his favor, um, you know, winning there. And I think he would have done the same in Cleveland because they've built a good team, a really good team around yeah. Baker um, and now around Deshaun Watson. Um, so I think they would have been able to do the same with, with Josh Allen. Yeah. Agreed. I, I mean, I never saw the Baker hype going into this draft. Like I was like, why is Baker even in the number one mix? But you know, it is, it is what it is. They, they did it, but now they regret it. I was always Josh Allen. I was hoping the Niners would have tanked and not traded for Jimmy and gone on Josh Allen, but didn't happen. So here we are. All right. Uh, okay, the second overall pick, the uh, New York Giants selected running back Saquon Barkley out of Penn State. Who did you have the uh, Giants taking with the number two pick? Yeah, I had him going Lamar Jackson. I, I mean, there was a need for them to take a quarterback here. You know, Eli was at the twilight of his career. They didn't really have a quarterback. And I know, I know what you're going to say here, but I mean, John Mara, who knows about that guy? Uh, he probably <laughs> wouldn't have taken my notes. 
I did. I did. I mean, I, I had the same feeling. I was like, man, should I take Lamar Jackson here? But I was like, I know the Giants probably wouldn't have done that. But I mean, he's obviously the second most talented quarterback in this class. Would have saved them the uh, headache of drafting Daniel Jones the next year, things like that. So, I, I mean, you had to go to the second best quarterback in this draft and not and not draft a running back number two overall. So I... Uh, as uh, Soman alluded to, um, I did not have them taking Lamar Jackson uh, because the Giants don't draft or play black quarterbacks uh, <laughs> or, dra- or or employ black head coaches, apparently, or or that. So in their, you know, whatever, 100 year history, the only black quarterback to ever play a game for them was Geno Smith uh, a couple years ago during that weird, you know, Eli season. Um where they would, you know, he started and then they pulled him, I think, for two games. Um, so, well, maybe again this year, if Tyrod Taylor ends up starting a couple games, which he probably will with the way Daniel Jones, you know, his injury history and his play and stuff. Um, but for that reason, I had them taking Quentin Nelson, um, who the uh, offensive guard who went uh, sixth overall to the Colts. Um, I, I mean, the funny thing is he may end up being the best player in this draft, when all things are, are said and done, I think he's a four, three or four time all pro first team, all pro already. Um, obviously pro bowl trips in, uh, in each of those years as well. He's just damn good. Like he's one of the best offensive linemen in the league, probably the best guard in the league. Um, and he's the type of dude that you can build uh, an offensive line around. I know it's kind of crazy taking a guard this high, but this dude's got like future hall of Famer written all over him. So at least the giants, you know, wouldn't screw this pickup if, if they got <laughs> Nelson. That's true. That's true. He he's uh we'll get into it, but he's he's a really good line lineman. And I, I was I was hoping my Niners would have drafted him, but he went too high. All right. Uh so for the uh with the third overall pick, the New York Jets selected uh quarterback Sam Darnold out of USC. Who did you have them taking instead? Yeah, I actually did have them taking Quentin Nelson here. Um, like you said, you know. Again, another surefire, you know, he's a Hall of Fame lineman. He's, I mean, you can't mess that pick up, right? And it just builds your line. And if you start building your line and you add later, this is, a, you know, the pick that the Jets would have made, should have made, and they would have been had a lot more solid line. But, you know, better. Any any player, honestly, at this point would have been better than Sam Darnold. But Quinton Nelson, the surefire, like he's, he's probably a Hall of Fame lineman. So that's a no-brainer. Yeah, so we we flip-flopped here. Yep. Um, I had Lamar Jackson going third to the Jets. They do not have a problem starting or playing black quarterbacks. Um, they obviously drafted Geno Smith. Um, Michael Vick started a few games for them. I'm sure there's there's more guys that I, I can't remember off the top of my head. Uh, so, yeah, everything that you said about Lamar going to the Giants basically applies to the Jets uh, with the exception of replacing a Hall of Famer. Um, he saves them the headache of drafting, uh, you know, Sam Darnold and then Zach Wilson, who's kind of, you know, obviously the jury's still out on him. Uh, but yeah, he changes that team and probably makes them competitive at the very least in the AFC, uh, uh, AFC East. So all right, yep. nice little flip-flop there. All right. I think after this is where we really start to uh, uh, diverge yep. in our picks, which is makes things interesting. Um, so with the fourth overall pick, the Browns, who had you know two picks in the top five, uh, selected cornerback uh, Denzel Ward out of Ohio State. Who did you have them taking instead? Yeah, I still had him going cornerback. I had him going Jair Alexander. Uh, I just think 
you know, Alexander's shown, I mean, they're both really good cornerbacks. I just felt like Alexander has shown a little bit more to be a more shut down type of guy. And so, you know, I, the Browns needed a cornerback. Their, their cornerbacks are pretty lack, lackadaisical. So I just have them going with what, who I think is the better corner. You think that Jair Alexander is better than Denzel Ward? I think so. I, I mean, he's got a little more size. He's, he's a little, I, I feel like he's a, he's a little bit more shut down than Denzel Ward is. I'm not, but Denzel Ward also great player. I, I mean, I think he still goes somewhere in this top 10, but he, I, I just felt, I just think Jair Alexander is a better player than Denzel Ward. Cool. Uh, the Pro Bowl committee or Pro Bowl voting disagrees, but. <laughs> Here's about okay. Pro Bowls, bro. <laughs> Come talk to uh, me all pros. Well, they got neither of them got all pros. No, so. not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Um, all right. So for me, I had them taking uh, Darius Leonard, who apparently goes by Shaquille Leonard now, uh, middle linebacker who was actually picked um, in the top of the second round by the Colts. Um, I think he's the best defensive player in this draft. He's one of those culture changers on defense. You know, he's like a Ray Lewis, uh, Luke Keekley type guy that you can build around for 10 plus years. Um, and he's another guy with uh, multiple all pro selections. So three all first team all pro selections already. Um, and uh, I think he was an all pro his rookie year. Uh, so wow. this dude's just, a, he's a maniac. I think that's might be even be his nickname. Or maybe <laughs> maniac or animal, something like that. Something like uh, that. Yeah. Uh, so I thought he would be the perfect pick for Cleveland. Um, you know, I know linebacker is not as highly valued as it used to be, but when you can find a guy that uh, can play coverage as well as he can play against the run, he just, he changes everything for you. He changes the calculus just the way like a great quarterback can change things for you. I think he does the same um, for the Browns. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, moving on to the fifth overall pick, the Denver Broncos selected defensive end uh, Bradley Chubb out of North Carolina State. Who did you have them picking instead? Yeah, so I went then with Darius Leonard here. Obviously, like you said, right? He's more versatile. He's he can he can rush. He can cover. He's good against the run. He's he's just a complete package, right? And so I just had him, you know, hopping on that Darius Leonard train or Shaquille Leonard now. And so I thought, yeah, I mean, Denver had a Denver. I mean, I think they could have maybe if like they, I don't know why they never even thought quarterback or tried to trade up for a quarterback or why they bypassed Josh Allen in the original draft because their quarterback sucked. Like they were going with Case Keenum at quarterback. But, you know, the way our draft is falling, I'd, I'd have them going Darius Slayer. Yeah, at this point, I don't think there's any other quarterbacks that you would look at. Um, but Denver's, Denver's always been weird with their quarterbacks. They, uh, mm-hmm you know, can't draft them, but they can sign them or trade yeah. for them. Apparently. <laughs> uh, so I had uh, another middle linebacker going here, and that is uh, Fred Warner, who uh, went to the Niners originally. I like um, it. In the, uh, yeah, he was a 70th, 70th overall pick. So in the third round, um, and uh, essentially everything I said about Darius Leonard applies to him too. Like he's just, he's an incredible player, all pro level. Uh, he can do it all. He can, you know, cover guys in the slot. He can cover backs out of the backfield. He can light you up. He can cover tight ends. Um, So he's an absolute gem uh, that they found, you know, a little later in the draft. And 
I, I, I know it's a little weird to see two middle linebackers instead of edge guys going in the top five, but I think just in terms of sheer talent and the way they can change your defense, um, I think they go with Fred Warner here. Yeah, no, I could see that as well. Okay. Uh, next up, we have the uh, sixth overall pick. Uh, the Colts selected Quentin Nelson out of Notre Dame. So he is already off the board, which is an, an interesting uh, little wrinkle here. Uh, and who did you have them taking instead? Yeah, I had them jumping on the Minka Fitzpatrick train here. So, you know, it, they already had kind of Malik Hooker in tow. So I thought, you know, they could kind of shore up that secondary, get Minka Fitzpatrick, pretty versatile guy. You know, he can kind of play all over the field. He, he's not necessarily, you know, uh, you know, he doesn't have to be like a safety. He could come down and play corner and things like that. So I thought that gave him a lot of versatility and with Quinton Nelson off the board made a lot of sense for the defense yeah and i i thought um you know if denver didn't already have uh justin simmons they probably would have taken minka fitzpatrick um i think he would have been a worthy pick uh for any of the the top five teams before that he's the best safety in this draft um he's another guy with multiple all pro selections he has two of them uh two pro bowls so um you know you don't you usually see guys this talented traded this early in their careers, uh, the way Miami shipped him to Pittsburgh. But I think it was just a weird season, as we've seen with everything that came out with Brian Flores and, you know, the allegations of tanking and all that stuff, which uh, I think were pretty obvious to everybody that was watching, but maybe we just don't have the paper trail to prove it. All yeah, right. No, I agree. Okay. Next up, we have the uh, seventh overall pick. The Buffalo Bills selected uh, quarterback Josh Allen out of Wyoming. So uh, another guy that uh, is already off the board, who we both selected first overall. So who did you have the Bills taking instead? Yeah. Uh, so since Josh Allen's not here and there's no other kind of quarterback that would warrant a selection in the top 10 here, I went, had them taking Bradley Chubb, you know, showing up that defensive line, getting that pass rush going, and just making that, you know, an even solid um, even more solid defense and you know they probably could have plugged and played anyone in there at quarterback if they started building the defense uh so i, I it just made sense they they needed they needed some pass rushing rushing help and you know no other quarterback available bradley chubb made a lot of things do you have any concerns about the uh, the injury history i know he's yeah played, i mean i i, I played 41 games so far yeah i thought about that um but he's just he's just so talented. He's just a talented guy. So again, right? You have to your best availability is being healthy, right? Uh, so your best ability is being healthy. So if Bradley Chubb, I said availability. The best ability <laughs> is availability. There yep. you go. Um, <laughs> I was gonna let you work through that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I mean, but Bradley Chubb, when healthy, man, he's he's he gets to the quarterback, and that's what you need. And I mean, they already have a lot of they already had a lot of guys on the line that you know that they were building their defense around. So. It just made sense to kind of add in another pass rusher. And I, I know that's where you're going here and looking at your board here. Yeah. Yeah. I think, um, I mean, he's, he's nice. Don't get me wrong. Um, he's really good. I still, uh, I believe I have him. No, actually, I, I don't want to ruin anything. Um, <laughs> but I just, I couldn't get over the missed games. I mean, he's still young. Uh, my concern obviously is just the injury history. Uh, mm -hmm. So I went with production over potential. Um, so I went with the uh, leading sack guy from this draft, and that's Harold Landry um, out of Boston College. 
Um, so he went, uh, he was picked in the second round, 41, 41st overall pick. So it's not like he was, you know, a, a day three pick or anything like that. Um, yeah, he has 31 sacks in 64 games. So almost, you know, a sack every other game. Yep. Uh, and he's just a special player. And he had his big, his best season this past season with the Titans. So um, I think that that's my pass rush pick for the Bills. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great pick. I remember people were shocked that he like fell all the way down in the second round. People were talking about him like as a first rounder in that in this draft. And then for a reason, he fell down to the second round. It happens every year, man. Yep, every year. All right. Uh, next up, we have the eighth overall pick. The Chicago Bears selected uh, middle linebacker uh, Roquan Smith out of Georgia. Uh, who did you have them taking instead? Yeah, yeah. Um, I I debated this. I thought they could go Roquan Smith, keep him, make the original pick that they did make. Uh, but you know, with Denzel Ward still on the board here, thought it might make a lot of sense to draft him, pair him up with Kyle Fuller, and then just have a beast of the secondary there with the safeties they already have and Eddie Jackson and Adrian Amos at that time. Uh, so it just made a lot of sense that you know just get a beast secondary and. You know, you can find a middle linebacker anywhere, like Fred Warner went in the third round of this draft. So, you know, they could have just taken a middle linebacker anytime. So Denzel Ward, great, another great cornerback, uh, and just shores up that secondary for the Bears. Yeah, I actually had them uh, staying with Roquan Smith. Uh, he's a, a great young linebacker. I think they're having a bit of an issue now with him um, wanting a big contract and requesting a trade, uh, which I think is probably just a leverage play uh, to get paid. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had them sticking with him. I mean, the he's a great young player. The production is there. The health is there. Uh, maybe the awards are not, but I think that's probably just a product of the Bears just not being very good uh, the past couple of years. So uh, I'm sticking with with Roquan Smith here, and I think he's a potential, you know, future All Pro type player. So, yep. All right. Next up, we have the uh, ninth overall pick. So your boys, the San Francisco 49ers, selected tackle Mike McClinchy out of Notre Dame. So the original draft had two offensive linemen from Notre Dame going in the top 10. Um, who did you have going instead? I did not have Mike McClinchy. Um, <laughs> I, I didn't like the pick at the time they made it. Still don't like the pick. Uh, so... But I did have them going offensive lineman in Orlando Brown Jr., who I believe was taken in the third round. Yeah, he was the round three, pick 83 of the, in this draft. So, you know, he could have – I know they had Joe Staley, but he could be plugged in at right tackle. He's, I think he played right tackle for a little bit in Baltimore as well. So it's a good offensive lineman, a good building piece for them, and, you know, they wouldn't have to deal with all these problems they're having with Mike McGlinchey right now. So. So yeah, Brown, um, he started uh, as a right tackle in Baltimore, and then he played yep. left tackle in uh, Kansas City, and he's another guy that's having a contract battle with, yep. with his team, uh, looking for a big payday. Um, I had the Niners taking uh, Tremaine Edmonds, so another inside linebacker. Um, he was originally went 16th overall to the Bills, um, so he moves up a few spots. He's another great young player uh, in this draft. And basically, instead of Fred Warner, who was already picked, they get, you know, a nice consolation prize in Tremaine Edmonds, who may not be quite the athlete that uh, Fred Warner is, but he's another multiple time pro bowler, another guy that that makes plays um, and is healthy. Uh, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> Tremaine no, that's, a, that's a that's a good pick. I 
I remember when I was watching the draft, I, I really liked Tremaine Edwards, and I thought that might have been the pick at the time when they were actually drafting. But, you know, in retrospect, they, they needed a lineman, and Orlando Brown Jr. makes a lot of sense. Um, I think that's when they traded Trent Brown this, that year, so they were, they were looking to move on. So, you know, it, lineman made more sense to me than a linebacker. For sure, for sure. All right. Next up, we have uh, possibly the biggest bust of the uh, top 15, 16. Um, and that is the 10th overall pick, the Arizona Cardinals selected quarterback, Josh Rosen, um, out of uh, UCLA, who ended up playing just one one year with this team before being shipped out uh, in favor of Kyler Murray. Um, maybe not so much his fault because of the change uh, you know, in staff and everything like that, but uh, he's been on a few teams since. And uh, yeah, clearly the biggest bust out of this, uh, the top half of this first round. Um, who did you have the Cardinals taking instead? Yeah, I had him going uh, Roquan Smith here. So, you know, just building on that defense, getting a solid linebacker, um, still allows them to tank for Kyler Murray, you know, doesn't doesn't harm their chances of winning more games. But uh, but Roquan Smith would have been a solid piece for that defense, and they were already building a pretty good defense out there. So, um, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know how they decided Josh Rosen with the pick, but – Glad, glad they glad they didn't hold on to that mistake and drafted Kyler Murray. Well, I'm not glad, but Cardinal fans are glad. Um, <laughs> I mean, he was good, man. He was good in college. I think um, it's just it's so situation dependent. The quarterback um, we've seen really talented guys that you know had they been drafted by a team with a better plan or a team with some more stability, uh, you know, maybe they their careers work out a little differently. Maybe he's not, you know, clearly not. Uh, a Pro Bowl type player, like if he was, he probably would have figured it out. But maybe he's yeah. at least a serviceable starter um, if he lands somewhere that that actually like believed in him. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe if he went to like the Patriots or something, he would have been started For there. Example, knows. Somewhere. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, I had them uh, uh, selecting uh, DJ Moore, wide receiver DJ Moore, who uh, went to the Panthers um, in this you know back half of the first round. He was twenty fourth overall. Um, this wasn't a very good wide receiver class, uh, but he is, you know, clearly the best one. Um, he's got, you know, 50 more catches and, you know, over a thousand more yards than the next couple guys. Um, so they basically would have taken him instead of selecting Christian Kirk later in that draft. So, uh, two kind of different kind of players. Christian Kirk is a little more one dimensional deep threat. DJ Moore is, uh, he's a do it all kind of guy. Um, he would have been a nice replacement for Larry Fitzgerald. Uh, maybe they don't trade for DeAndre Hopkins, or they probably still do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's he's a great young player. Um, he's you know done really well in Carolina despite the awful quarterback situation. So whenever they figure that out, I'm excited to see what, what this dude can do. But uh, he's he's an excellent young player. So I'm a, I'm a big fan. Yeah, I like it. I like it. It's a good pick. And maybe, and maybe Calvin Ridley would have been up here if he didn't have these gambling problems. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, he's, he's in the mix, but even the, even him, he's, uh, you know, outpaced quite a bit by, yeah. uh, he's got more touchdowns than DJ Moore, but maybe that's just a product of playing on better teams, uh, and playing yeah. with a better quarterback. Yeah. But and I don't DJ think really Moore did is, much his rookie year and DJ Moore did a lot more his rookie year. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, all right. So next up we have the, uh, 11th overall pick. And the Miami Dolphins selected uh, safety Minka Fitzpatrick out of Alabama. Um, so he's another guy that uh, is no longer on the board. So he moved up a few spots. We both had him 
going sixth to the Colts. Um, so who did you have them taking uh, now that uh, Fitzpatrick is off the board? Yeah, uh, I had him going Derwin James here. Um, obviously, he's a great talent, great athlete. He, he's, you know, ball hawking safety. That's exactly what Miami was looking for. But, you know, obviously injury concerns. But, you know, when healthy, that dude's a beast. He, uh, and he, he can change your defense, right? So he's one of those, you know, once in a type, once once in a generation type player, but obviously has injury concerns, but he still warrants to be picked in, in the top 15. Yeah, that that was my concern as well. I I or my pick and concern um as well, I think, because he's only played 36 games mm-hmm. um compared to you know the 64 um uh, that he could have potentially played in. Um uh, I just think with a guy that talented, uh you take a chance. Um especially with the 11th pick. I mean, that's why, you know, I, I wouldn't have him going in the top five or even the top 10, but I think once you get in the top, uh, you know, 10 to 15, you can roll the dice a little bit. Um, he originally went uh, 17th to the uh, chargers. So mm-hmm. again, moved up a few spots. Um, there's, I, I waffled on this one a bit, but I think it just makes sense. They, they needed a safety, um, you know, he plays the same position as Minka Fitzpatrick. So I think, they probably would have had him, you know, next on their board if that's the position that they were they were targeting. Agreed. I can't. I can't even tell you who was starting for the Dolphins at safety that year. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. Man. It was that bad. Uh, and I, and like I, a, and they I, put I like a traffic up. cone up there. Yeah, I, I looked it up. And I was like, "Who are these guys? I don't even know who they are." Well, there you go. All right. Uh, next up, the twelfth overall pick, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers selected defensive tackle Vita Vea. Uh, just great name. Um, out of the University of Washington, who did you have them taking instead? Yeah, I had them going in a different direction here and taking Fred Warner, uh, pairing him up with Levante David. It gives them a crazy linebacking corp. So I thought, you know, they, it just made a lot of sense. They, I mean, Vita Vita was a good pick too for them, but I thought, you know, with a dominant linebacker like Fred Warner still out there, they they could just solidify that and, you know, really build that defense. Yeah, and I I totally get that pick. Um, for me, I mean, Fred Warner's already off my board, um, but I actually had them sticking with with Vita Vea. I mean, he's a building block type uh, player. Mm-hmm. Um, they won a Super Bowl with him anchoring that defensive line. Um, you know, him and Dominic Sue, but um, he's just a guy that that always commands double, triple teams, frees up guys like JPP and uh, Shaquille Barrett. So. Um, he's a dude that does all the dirty work. And I think this is just great value for a player like him. Um, and obviously, you know, the rest of the NFL saw it as well because he went, you know, exactly <laughs> this pick in the, in the real world. So uh, next up we have uh, the 13th overall pick the uh, Washington football team uh, selected defensive tackle Deron Payne out of Alabama. Uh, who did you have them taking instead? Yeah, I had them going Frank Ragnall, center. Uh, just when you look at the Washington's line that year, it was horrendous. So, And they really could have used the center. They were playing some no-name guy at center. It just made a lot of sense. He's a, he's a pretty solid lineman, warranted the first, you know, being in the first round. Uh, so he's, he's, he just helped solidify that line. Maybe Alex Smith doesn't get hurt, that type of stuff. But, you know... <laughs> The, 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 that was the bad Washington line that got him hurt. So there you go. 
Uh, so Ragnow uh, originally went uh, 20th overall to the uh, Detroit Lions. So uh, a bit of a, a jump up, but um, he's been, you know, a, a great player for them. He's been a nice, uh, consistent starter for them. Uh, very healthy, very uh, solid player and a, you know, building block type guy on the offensive line. Um, so I actually had them taking uh, tight end Mark Andrews. Um, so he is the best, you know, clearly by far the best tight end in this league, uh, this draft um, coming up second is, is Mike Kosicki, uh, but he's also the second best just pass catcher in this draft uh, in terms of receptions, in terms of yards. Um, he actually has the most receiving touchdowns. Um, he's been essentially uh, Lamar Jackson's number one receiver. Um, so he is the type of dude, uh, you know, we're looking for foundational pieces, uh, uh, you know, in, in this, uh, in the first round, um, so he's another all pro guy, another multiple pro multiple time pro bowler. Um, and I think they were leaning on Jordan Reed at this point who, mm-hmm. you know, poor guys seem to have, uh, a lengthy absence due to concussions every single year. Um, so now they get a, uh, you know, the best tight end in the draft and, you know, arguably, you know, a maybe the best tight end in the league, or maybe not, depending on who you ask, but at least the top three. Definitely top, definitely top three. Definitely top, top three, three, top five, uh, depending on how biased you are and, and you know who you is watch. He, more is he about. better? Is he better than your boy Darren Waller? Absolutely not. Oh wow. Okay. He <laughs> just he just gets more targets uh as a, a function of that offense. But it's not like I'm dissing him by saying he's no, you're not you know, the fourth best tight end in the league instead of the third, like it's, it's not, it's not an insult. You know, there's uh 32 starters and then, you know, 64 first and second string and he's fourth. So yeah. not bad. Yep. Um, all right. So next up we have the uh, new Orleans saints who uh, originally selected defensive ed, uh, defensive end uh, edge rusher, Marcus Davenport out of the university of Texas, San Antonio. Uh, shout out the Roadrunners. Um, who did you pick instead? Yeah, I had them uh, taking Mark Andrews, actually. So I was like, well, no more Jimmy Graham. You know, Drew Brees loves his tight ends, but for whatever reason, they're not giving him a tight end. So I gave him a tight end here. And, you know, they just continue being that high-powered offense that they were and just another, you know, target for them and another guy that's consistent and reliable with Drew Brees. I mean, that could have been the difference in some playoff games for them. Yeah, I mean, I, I, as I said, he's he's special. He's a really good player, mm-hmm. uh, just not better than uh, Darren Waller. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I had them selecting uh, Denzel Ward, who uh, dropped quite a bit—not uh, quite a bit, but he dropped a little bit in my uh, my redraft from t- uh, fourth overall to fourteenth overall. Um, you know, at this point, they had uh, Marcus Lattimore on one side and Eli Apple on the other. <laughs> who, yeah. you know, just talks a lot of shit, but doesn't do too much on the field. Um, so yeah, I had them taking Denzel Ward. They always seem to draft DBs, like really good defensive backs. They just have a track record of doing that. You know, Malcolm Jenkins and uh, Marshawn Latt- or Marcus Lattimore. Uh, or is it Marshawn Lattimore? Right? Like, Marsh- Marshawn, I believe, yeah. All right, there you go, Marshawn Lattimore. Uh, so this is just another great defensive back that they uh, they add to their team and uh yeah so they they keep building that defense which yeah, is really I, good which yeah. doesn't get, get doesn't get enough credit for how good they are they're pretty pretty good they're pretty good defense um i feel like the Saints traded up for this pick to draft marcus davenport 
I'm not mistaken. Yeah, who's been a little disappointing. Uh, you know, I, I think he uh, has had his own injury issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, he still has 20, 21 sacks. Um, you would hope for a little more production playing next to Cameron Jordan, but, you know, he's at least he's been playing and, and yeah, being productive. So good for them that's there. True. And from a small school, from a, I think a school that just established their football program within the last, you know, five, 10 years, something like that. Oh, wow. So, it's crazy. Yeah. All right. Uh, next up, we have uh, the, uh, at that, t- at this time, Oakland Raiders, uh, who selected <laughs> uh, tackle Colton Miller out of UCLA. Um, I remember them being, you know, widely uh, disparaged, clowned <laughs> for this pick at the time. Uh, he's had, he had a really rough first year, but he's since uh, developed into uh, a very good starter, um, Pro Bowl type caliber type player. Um, but uh, who did you have them taking instead of Colton Miller? Yeah, I had your boys taking Harold Landry over here, giving them that pass rush that they did not seemingly have at that time. And, you know, I, I forget when they added uh, Max Crosby, but, you know, this could have been, you know, two really good edge guys coming in. Come in. I think they added them in this draft, but Harold, having Harold Landry and having Max Crosby, that would have been pretty nasty. Um, and maybe they don't have to go make those trades that they had to make down the road. Yeah, so they, they actually drafted uh, Max Crosby the following year. Uh, following year, okay. In the fourth round, but they also picked Cleveland Farrell, uh, <laughs> third, uh, fourth overall. Yeah, so maybe the they don't do that year. the next year. So uh, Absolutely not. <laughs> they would have drafted uh, Harold Landry uh, in your world and then, you know, probably taking Devin White like they should have all along. Yeah, probably um, they should have done you know. that. So, yeah, in this world, we get uh, Harold Landry. Uh, Devin White and Max Crosby. That's a hell of a, a, a defense. A hell of a trio. defense. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I had them actually uh, uh, taking another offensive lineman in Orlando Brown Jr. So you had him going ninth overall to the Niners. Uh, so, you know, obviously left tackle was a big priority for them um, after the retirement of uh, the name is, is escaping me now, but the, uh, what was his name? The left tackle from Tampa Bay. Anyway, <laughs> it'll come to me eventually. Yeah. But yeah, they had a big a big need at this time, um, and they pick you know a really good player in Orlando Brown who who slipped in this draft. So um, yeah, I had them taking him, and they probably pay him long term the way they paid Colton Miller. Yeah, makes sense. And I and I think the Raiders were in on Mike McClinchy right at that time. That was the rumor. Um, that was the rumor. Like, that was the rumor. The Niners jumped on and took took Mike Le- Mike Malinchi and the Raiders were in love with them. And thank God they did because uh, <laughs> you know, I, th- I, th- I would I would say Colton Miller might be a better player than Mike McGlinchey. <laughs> uh, yeah, it was Donald Penn. There, finally, the Donald name came Penn. Donald that's Penn. yes, that makes you sense. know the guy who would uh, he also caught a bunch of touchdowns uh, mm-hmm. in the tackle eligible plays. But, uh, yeah, I've seen Mike McGlinchey getting run over a few times uh, in pass protection. He seems to be a pretty decent uh, run blocker, but uh, yeah. it just doesn't hold up well in pass protection. I think he's just too small. Yeah, exactly. He's a little light, small. light in the booty, as they yep. say. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yep. All right. And then now with the final pick of our redraft, um, the Buffalo Bills, who had two picks in the um, top 16, they selected uh, linebacker Tremaine Edmonds out of Virginia Tech. 
so he is off the board um, in my draft. I had him going uh, ninth overall to the uh, San Francisco 49ers. So who did you have going here instead? Yeah. Um, if you take a look at who the Bills wide receivers were, uh, Calvin Benjamin and Zay Jones, it's like, my God, how are those two guys doing in the NFL? And Zay Jones is still around. But uh, I had him going DJ Moore, right? Had him adding a wide receiver here. Uh, I mean, I, I don't I don't know why the Bills thought Calvin Benjamin and Zay Moore were starting wide receivers. Uh, but, you know, they really needed that wide receiver depth. So I had him taking DJ Moore here. I did, I did, I will tell you, I did debate maybe possibly having them take Baker Mayfield here, but because they, they were in desperate need of a quarterback. Yeah. Like, okay. It's a possibility, but I, I didn't, I didn't see them doing it. So I just, I give them DJ Moore. Yeah. They get the best receiver in the draft uh, with the 16th overall pick. Um, the Baker Mayfield thing is interesting. Uh, I mean, he's just, I'm not a fan personally. No, I don't like I'm not either. The, I'm not either. Yeah, I don't like the bravado, the unnecessary bravado, but that's yep. probably what got him here in the first place. Um, but I do think he has somehow become underrated, uh, you know, despite uh, everything that's happened, or just, I say, because of everything that's happened with his injury and how bad he looked. I think he did himself no favors by trying to play through his injury last year. Um, I think if he had smarter people around him, maybe he wasn't so crazy. And yeah. so cocky, he would have shut it down um, and, you know, basically come back on a clean slate. Maybe he's not on the Browns anymore, regardless, but maybe he's not, you know, getting traded for garbage uh, to Carolina. <laughs> maybe teams are more willing to take a chance on him, um, but he still has a chance to win the job in, in Carolina um, and prove that he can, uh, you know, repeat some of that success that he had in, in Cleveland. Yeah, I'd be shocked uh, if he if he doesn't win the job in Carolina. Doesn't seem like it. <laughs> everything i'm reading uh they're not paying him that much so there's not much incentive i think it's more of uh let's just see what we got we can get him for the cheap um uh, so but i mean i mean he should be able to beat out sam Darnold. so let's just <laughs> he, he should. should he, he should. should he should if he doesn't Does then that's, that's maybe baker's career is coming down <laughs> yeah then he see. just goes like the case keenum route and just bounces yeah, around he's just always yeah. a backup quarterback everywhere and sometimes starter but anyway tell All me right. your my pick um, was uh, Nick Chubb. So, you know, I know um, running backs are not really in vogue anymore, but this dude is a generational type player. Uh, you know, he there was a, a few running backs that went ahead of him, uh, notably, of course, Saquon Barkley, that was second overall, uh, Sony Michelle, who was 31st overall, and he has lapped both of these dudes. Um, you know, he's got double the touchdowns got almost 40 rushing touchdowns he's got almost 5,000 rushing yards uh throwing close to 800 receiving yards so this dude does it all um and i think he would get more shine more production if he wasn't uh playing next to kareem hunt who's a really good player as well uh so i think in the middle of the first round you can start to take a running back uh sure. and i think yeah. uh, nick chubb is is a great pick here yeah, I like it. I like it. And I agree with you. Um, if Kareem Hunt wasn't there, we might even be seeing more out of Nick Chubb. So he he was a really good running back. And we'll see. Maybe Kareem Hunt, Kareem Hunt apparently asked for a trade out of Cleveland. So maybe we'll see more of Nick Chubb. Well, there you go. Maybe he doesn't like that Deshaun Watson's there. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? All right. So we should just take a quick look back at the original top 16 and see you know, who was not uh, you know redrafted. So 
you know, Baker Mayfield was not uh, taken again. Uh, Saquon Barkley was not taken by either of us and Sam Darnold. Uh, so the top three, you know, dropped completely out. You almost had Baker Mayfield almost going 16th. Um, maybe he goes 17th. I forget who picks 17th, but maybe he, <laughs> yeah, he still makes we, it in the first round. I think if we did it the entire first round, he might, he might be somewhere there at the end of the first. All right. And then we get a nice little run of Denzel Ward, Bradley Chubb, Quentin Nelson, Josh Allen, and Roquan Smith. So that's picks four through eight <clears throat> who are still, you know, in this uh, redraft. Um, and then we get uh, Mike McGlinchey and Josh Rosen, ninth and 10th overall, who did not survive the redraft uh, for the reasons I think we talked about. You know, McGlinchey, at least, is still in the league. Josh Rosen is, is kind of bouncing around, unfortunately. Um, and then we have another two guys in Minka Fitzpatrick and Vita Vea, who went 11th and 12th who uh, are still around and still made it uh, in both of our drafts. And in fact, Minka Fitzpatrick moved up quite a few slots. I, I actually didn't have Vita in my draft. Oh, I'm sorry. But, you did it. But, I had Vita You did. You did. But he was in my honorable mentions. All right. Um, and then the uh, next three, Deron Payne, Marcus Davenport, and Colton Miller, um, all still good players. You know, at least uh, they're still – uh, you know, on their teams that drafted them, they got extensions, which is, you know, an achievement uh, considering, you know, how much of a crapshoot it is uh, in the first round. Um, and then uh, Tremaine Edmonds, who I had going um, ninth and you did not have on your board. Nope. Yeah. So. All right. Any final thoughts? Uh, no, I mean, a lot of the guys that were dra- drafted in that first half, I mean, I'd say with the exception of the top three guys, all of them would be probably somewhere in the first round. Uh, and, and, and Josh Rosen with the, probably those are the four guys that are not in the first round anymore, but I would say most of these guys are still first round picks. Just not where they went. I think, I think we're being a little harsh on Saquon. Um, I mean, he's obviously had his injuries. Yeah. But... Yeah. I mean, Saquon's a talented guy. He, but he's, he's just always hurt, man. Like he's always hurt. Like it's every year. It's just like, okay, we're just waiting for Saquon to get hurt. Like when is he going to play, actually play 16, 17 games in a season? It's never going to happen. Yeah, but I think you know if he's still on the board. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm sure. The I'm Pats sure. took yeah. him 31st. Took Sony Michelle right, 31st right. overall. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So he's, I think he he still makes it on. in the first round. But obviously the other two guys, um, Baker and, and Sam Darnold, have a chance to drop out. Yeah. Um, I think a team still takes a chance on Baker and Sam Darnold just because of the physical tools. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so that's our that's our show for today. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, so, Mom, I appreciate your time. Thanks for coming on. Yeah, of course, uh, man. Make sure to uh, check us out on uh, all social platforms, uh, at 4040VisionPod on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, you can find our podcasts uh, on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, <laughs> wherever it is that you get your pods. Uh, we just dropped a really great one, a really great interview. Uh, with Mohsen Kaysen, a cruiserweight boxer out of Philadelphia. Uh, we just interviewed a, uh, a rookie with the Houston Rockets by the name of Trevor Hudgens, uh, who's a, a two-way player. Uh, so we got a lot of great content for you. Also, make sure to check out the Standing on the Sideline podcast, um, also brought to you by uh, uh, Sideline Sports. So yeah, once again, appreciate your time. Thanks, everybody. Oh.
I drink a boost for breakfast, an intro for dessert. Somebody order pancakes, I just sip the scissor. That right there could drive a sane man bizzard. Not to worry, Mr. Ace to the Ezzo's back to wizard. How do you console my mom or give a light support? Telling her son's own life support. And just imagine how my girl feel. On the plane, scared as hell that a guy looked like Emmett Till. She was with me before the deal. She been trying.